Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Ches. We are in the middle of Sifir Beis. Sifir Beis starts on page 28, so we'll read the Mechaber from the beginning, but we're going to pick up in the Mishabura on page Tesvav. So the Mechaber said, as we mentioned last night, in Yeshlo Kama Bigodim Shal Arba Knafos, if a person has a number of garments that have four corners, Kulam Chayovim Betzitzis. All the garments are Chayovim Tzitzis. It's not just that you wear one pair of tzitzis. Any amount of four-cornered garments that you have, they're all chayv and tzitzis. Then we discuss in terms of the bracha. Do you make one bracha on all the tzitzis that you're putting on? Or do you make a separate bracha on each pair of tzitzis? So the Mechaber says, Im levashom kulam below hefsek. If you put them all on without any interruption, one after the other. V'hoya daitu mitchila al kulam. And you had in mind when you made your bracha to put on all these pairs of tzitzis. Lo yivarich ele bracha achas. Then you only make one bracha. So we have two criteria, if number one, there was no separation, and number two, you had in mind to wear all of them, then you can make one bracha, it will cover all the tzitzis that you put on. But if you're lacking either one of the criteria, you'd have to make another bracha. So the Mechaber says first on the last line of 28, the imasik b'neim, but if there's a separation between them, which we discussed last night, either means a long time span in between, or if you spoke, not Nogeya, so that was a little bit of a machlokas, but that was what we were discussing. If you make a separation between putting them on, you have to make a bracha on each individual pair. Then the Mechaber says on the top of page Tesvav, the same din applies if you didn't have in mind to put on all these pairs of tzitzis, then it says, if you made a separation. So again, there are two criteria. You have to put them on one after the other without a separation, and you have to have it in mind. If there was a time lapse, you need another bracha. If there was no time lapse, but you didn't have it in mind, you also need another bracha. And the Ramah ends off and says, another time you'll need another bracha. And so too, if you made the bracha, you put on the first pair, and then you took off the first pair before you put on the second pair, you will also have to make another bracha on the second pair. As we'll see in the Mishavura, that's not so pashat. Most of the Achronim disagree with that halacha of the Ramah. But first, let's pick up in the Mishavura and Sivkot and Chavtes. On the last point, the Mechaber said that if a person didn't have in mind all the pairs of tzitzis, then it's as if he had a break in between and he would require a new bracha. So the Mishavura says in Sivkot and Chavtes, Lo haya bedaito. Rotsalomar means to say, Shlo haya bedaito beferish. He didn't have in mind explicitly that he wants to wear other pairs of tzitzis. Rak sheberach stoma. He just made a bracha, he made a bracha al mitzah tzitzis, lesati tzitzis, and then he wants to put on another pair. He didn't have it in mind specifically, he would need to make another bracha. Because it's havi kemafsik, it's as if he had a time lapse. Says the Mishabura in Sivkot and Lamid. Midisosom, from the fact that the Mechaber did not specify any details, mashma demayri afilu hayu munachim lefonov kol habigodim shel ha'arba knafos b'shasa bracha. All the Mechaber told us was that if a person didn't have in mind all the tzitzis, he has to make another bracha. It's mashma, even if they were all in front of him, because he doesn't specify otherwise. So even if a person has five pairs of tzitzis in front of him, and he puts on one after the other, and he made a bracha, if he didn't have in mind to put on all five pairs, he's going to have to make another bracha for the second pair that he puts on. Because he didn't have it in mind. So that's what the Mishabura points out. It's mashma, even if they're in front of him, if he didn't have it in mind, it's not good with the same bracha. Even if they were in front of him, he has to make another bracha. 
So the Mishabur explains why should that be? If they're all in front of you, you shouldn't have to make another bracha. But it, has, it must be the case is that this person normally only wears one pair. He normally wears one pair of tzitzis, so even if he has all of them in front of him, if he doesn't have in mind the other ones, he would have to make another bracha. Since he doesn't normally wear more than one pair of tzitzis, even if they're all in front of him and he puts them on one after the other, he still will have to make another bracha, because mistama, it does not go on all the tzitzis that he's going to put on. It's like he changed his mind to put on another pair of tzitzis. I didn't say that. I, we're just discussing the halacha. We're not discussing the... We didn't see, no, we didn't see that. Just a person... It, it, we're talking over here a person who's wearing four-cornered garments. He's not necessarily putting on... Unless he had specific intention to cover all these tzitzis and to put on all these tzitzis, then it would be okay. But again, even if he had them in front of him and he didn't have any time lapse between them, if he didn't have it in mind and he normally wears only one pair, the bracha will not cover the other pairs. He, 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 he has in mind to put on the five garments. He just doesn't have in mind that the bracha is going on all five. Which are we talking about here? I hear what you're asking. You're asking, did he have a, the, the Mechaber says, Does that mean he didn't have in mind to wear them or he didn't have in mind that the bracha should cover them? That's right, what you're asking. When he, when he makes the bracha, he's only thinking about the one he's holding in his hand, but he knows he's going to put on the other four. Right. It sounds, like, it, sounds, it sounds like that. They're in front of him, but since he normally doesn't wear more than one pair, even though now he has them in front of him, so Mustama, he is going to put them on, since he didn't have in mind the bracha, so it's not going to cover them. Yeah, it sounds like that. Is the saying that someone wear rugil to put on more than one then, then, then it will be okay. We'll see that in the Bir Allah in a moment. So it, right, that, that would be the deal, that according to the Mishabura, if a person has the five pairs in front of him, and he normally wears five pairs of tzitzis, then even if he just made the bracha stam, didn't have any thoughts when he made the bracha of what it's covering, then it would automatically cover the five pairs that he normally wears. We'll see that in the Bir Allah, it says that explicitly. Let's first finish the Mishabura. The same din would apply if a person puts on his tzitzis and he makes the bracha of al mitzvah tzitzis, which, which is our custom. Immediately afterwards, immediately after making the bracha of al mitzvah tzitzis on his tzitzis, he takes out his talus. If he had in mind when he made the bracha of al mitzvah tzitzis to cover his talus as well, even though that's not normally the bracha on the talus, we learned before earlier that bidyevet it does cover it. So if he had in mind the al mitzvah tzitzis on his tzitzis to cover his talus, then he will not need another bracha on his talus. Ubistama, but if he didn't think anything, he just made the bracha on the tzitzis, and then he decides a minute later to put on his talus. He had no thoughts when he made his bracha. Choser umavarech, he needs to go and make another bracha on his talus. The bistama ain't daito bi al mitzvahs kiim al talus katan. Because even though, like you were saying, that he might have it in mind that he was going to put on his talus afterwards, which he did have in mind, since he didn't have in mind in his bracha that it's going to cover the big talus, and he doesn't, we'll see why, so then he doesn't, he do, it doesn't cover the bracha of al mitzvahs, will not automatically cover the talus gadol, and he will need another bracha afterwards. On the talus gadol, ach mikom makom lechatchila bevada yesh lizar shalol levarach atalus katan imdaitu lulbosh take of atalus gadol. However, the mishabura says that in any case lechatchila for sure one should be careful not to make a bracha on his tzitzis if he plans on putting his talus gadol on afterwards. 
Mishum Gram Bracha Sheina Tzricha. Because that would be causing a Bracha Sheina Tzricha. Because again, unless he specifically has in mind that the Bracha should pat the Talas Gadol, it will not cover it. And even we mentioned the other night that even if he did have in mind, there are certain issues sometimes with the bracha and the talus katan in general, that if one is going to wear a talus gadol afterwards, we want to avoid the bracha and the talus katan. In lavash talus below bedika, then the Mishabura says if a person puts on his talus without checking the strings, like we mentioned last night, that you're supposed to check the strings. So he put it on without checking. Umatza oso pasal. And then he, once it was on him, he realized that it was pasal. Or he put it on and he realized afterwards that tzitzis were puzzle. They became puzzle, I'm sorry. Either he put it on and he didn't check it, he found out it was puzzle, or it became puzzle. And now, because it's puzzle, he switches it to another garment. He needs to make another bracha, because his bracha was only on the first garment. And now he's switching the garment, so he would require another bracha. Unless he specifically had in mind with this bracha that it's going to cover this garment and any subsequent garment that he would put on. So again, he puts on a garment and finds out that it's puzzle, or... Before or after he puts it on, after the bracha, he sees it's possible, he wants to put on a different garment that he didn't specifically have in mind, he would require another bracha on that garment. If you look in the notes, we'll see a couple of interesting things over here. If you look at note 43, he writes, V'gam im horid esatzitzios, even if he was wearing a talus and he took it off in order to fix something on the tzitzis, Kosov l'kamon v'mishavura says later on, Shafilu im choze v'lov shamiyat sarach levarich. If a person takes off his tzitzis in order to fix something, he fixes it and he puts the same garment back on, he requires another bracha. We'll see that in Simon Yutes. And then he writes, Mm-hmm. A person who took off his talus and he wants to switch the tzitzis to a better quality tzitzis on that same garment. And he wants to put it back on right away. There the Biyarlacha, we'll see later on, is Mesupuk if he needs another bracha when he took it off in order to change the tzitzis to a better pair of tzitzis. Now this idea of a person making a bracha and realizing this talus is puzzle and he's putting on another talus, we see this by other mitzvahs as well. If you look at note 44, he writes, V'chem l'gabe misha berach al A person who makes a bracha on his tefillin, V'kodem she'enichon hutzruch l'kachas tefillin acheros. For some reason, after he makes the bracha on his tefillin, before he put that pair on, he needs to switch it to a different pair. We're going to see later on in Hilchah's tefillin, She'atzarach l'achzor levarich. He has to make another bracha because he had kavanah for this pair of tefillin, not for another pair. If he switches it to a different pair instead, he needs another bracha. Since he didn't yet do any mitzvah and the bracha wasn't chal yet and now he's switching it to a new pair, he needs another bracha. Same thing we're saying over here by tzitzis would apply by shofar. So too we learned in Hilchas Rosh Hashanah when someone makes a bracha on the tkiah shofar. And before he had a chance to blow, for some reason the shofar was taken away and they replaced it with another shofar. But if you look at the top of the second pa- second column, there's a very interesting thing. The inderach al talus. If a person made a bracha on a talus, the kodem sheis atif ba nisul and before he put it on, the tzitzis became pasul. And he had other tzitzis that were around, and he fixed it up right away. So it's the same garment. 
Before we said you switched the garments and needed a new bracha. But here you made a bracha on one garment and you realized that tzitzes were puzzle and you had a replacement pair of tzitzes that you could switch it with on the same garment. There the Mishabura says later on, since he was, so long that he was not Makai in the Mitzvah yet, his mind does not go off that garment. He does not have to make another bracha. So to summarize, if you made a bracha on one garment and then you realize it wasn't good, you switch it to a different garment, you would need to make a new bracha. But if you made a bracha on a garment and you realize that sisters weren't good and you have a backup pair of sisters in front of it, you're going to switch it to, and then you put on the garment, then it would be okay, because since you were in Yotzi the Mitzvah and you're putting it on the same garment and the other sisters were there, then we'll see in the Mishabura that that will be okay. But I want to see the, uh, see the Bir Halach over here. The dirk that you pointed out, in the second line he writes, I am the Mishnabura Bamashik Asavnusham, the Mairi Shurogilubushrak Achas. The Mishnabura just explained that when a person has five pairs of tzitzis, even if it's in front of him, if he didn't have in mind with his bracha to cover all the pairs, and he doesn't normally wear five pairs, so then the bracha only covers the first pair of tzitzis, and he'll need another bracha if he wants to wear the other ones. So the Mishnabura says, the, the, the Berlacha writes, but if a person normally does wear two or three garments that sits on top of each other, and now we made a bracha without having in mind to cover the other ones. He just made the bracha on one garment with the other garments in front of him. If the other garments were there and he normally wears more garments even though he didn't have in mind with the bracha to cover them, in that case, he would not have to go back and make another bracha because since he normally wears them, that's enough to be considered as if he had in mind to cover those other garments. But here's the interesting shayla that the Berlacha discusses. Let's say he normally wears a few garments, but they weren't in front of him. In other words, let's say he had only three garments in front of him, but when they brought the fourth garment, he still had the third garment in front of him that he didn't put on. So he didn't have all the garments in front of him, he only had three, but the fourth one is brought over before he put the third one on. So there... Or he made the bracha on the first pair and before he put it on, someone brought him a second pair. So does the new pair that comes, can it join the crowd of the one that was already there in front of him? In that case, there is a machlokas in the poskim. In that case, the post can say, one should not make a bracha. Again, if you normally wear four pairs, and you have all four pairs in front of you, for sure they say it's covered by the bracha, even if you didn't have it in mind. But, if you normally wear it, but it's not in front of you, but one is brought while some are still in front of you, it wasn't put on, so some say that it, it joins the crowd, since you normally wear that amount, then it would be okay, and some say it wouldn't be, and therefore we say, you would not make a bracha. But here the Berlacha says an interesting thing, if you skip the brackets... To the end of the Berlacha, if it's not an emergency, if it's not so urgent to put on this last garment where it's a suffix, whether you should make a bracha on it or not, because it came a little bit later, better not to put it on till your mind goes off the first bracha, you know, wait a few minutes, get distracted with something else, have your mind go off the bracha. In order, in order that you can then make a a clear-cut bracha on this new garment, for sure it would not be covered because you would misiyotas in between. So here the, the Berlach is telling us that in a case where you have a suffix, whether you should make a bracha on this garment, whether it's covered by the last bracha or not, better to be misiyotas 
and wait a little bit or do something else and have that bracha end and then you know for sure you can make a bracha, which is interesting. We haven't seen that till now. Such an idea. Usually we just say, and leave it. But here he gives us eight so that you should try to avoid the suffix and make it that you're for sure chayiv in a bracha. Apparently he doesn't consider that a bracha since it's to uh, avoid, avoid the suffix. Well, the, well, our minog is that we don't make a bracha on these garments if we're wearing tal skadol. So the chori, yes. Where are you? In other words, at the, oh, at the end of uh, of Lamed, where it says shachir b'zayto b'ferish b'shas bracha alkom mashi yobash achar kach. That's going on where it's possible, possible later, right? Like not 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 where it's possible to begin with. This is going back to what you just said. If you if you wore a talus without checking it, so you put it on and you found that it was possible, so now you're taking it off and putting on another bracha, another talus. So then you need another bracha unless you had in mind when you made the first bracha to cover a few garments. I heard it be chalufa's bracha of It's not a bracha of It's like I make a bracha on an apple and I'm holding an apple and I have a few other apples in front of me. I have in mind to eat four apples and this apple somehow gets blown away in the wind, so the bracha will be chal on the other apple. Here also, I had a, I had a mind to my bracha to be chal on four pairs of tzitzis, so the first pair is puzzled, so take it off and put it on the other pair. The bracha was chal on that as well. So it wouldn't be a bracha with that. That's exactly what we're doing, is, is having that bracha be chal on the second pair. Let's see the Mishabura Vaitur in Sifkat and Lam and Aleph. The Mishabura here is going on the Ramah, which sounded a little funny, and we'll see in the Mishabur that the Achronim disagree with this Ramah. The Ramah said, another case besides what the Mechaber said, if there was a pause between the, the, the different pairs of tzitzis, or there was no pause, but you didn't have it in mind, then you need another bracha. The Ramah added on, so too if you put on the first pair, and then you took it off, before you put on the second pair, then you'll need another bracha on the second pair, seemingly, even if it was one after the other, Right, with just the pause of taking it off, and you had it in mind, but you took it off, that is a hesek, it requires another bracha. So Mishabur writes, in Sefkat and Lamed Aleph, Ha'achronim chokim al-zeh u'svir the Ha'achronim argue with this Ramah, and they hold, Te'apshita lo'havi hesek l'kuliyama, that everybody agrees, obviously except for the Ramah, that that would not be considered a hesek, just taking off the first garment before you put on the second one, and it would not require another bracha. It's not similar to what we'll see tomorrow night on the Machaber Paskins in Sif Yudala that taking off a garment is considered a hefsik. The Hassam, there the case of the Machaber is, There you didn't have in mind when you made the bracha that you were going to take it off and then put it back on. So once you made the bracha to put it on, and now the Mechaber holds, you then take off that garment and put it back on, that's going to require another bracha. That's the Mechaber's case. You had in mind just to put it on once, now you decide to take it off and put it back on. I'm not saying what we hold, we'll see that tomorrow. But the Mechaber there, Paskins, since you didn't have in mind to take it off and put it back on, when you take it off and put it back on, you will require another bracha. But here, you had in mind to put on two pairs of tzitzis. You, you put on the first pair, then you decide to take it off. Now you put on the second pair. But you had in mind the second pair. So why should the fact that you took off the first pair be a hefsek? In the case of the Mechaber that we'll see tomorrow, you put on the first pair, you only had in mind that first pair the first time. Now you take it off, that's a hefsek, and you need a new bracha when you put it back on. But here you had in mind both pairs of tzitzis. Why should the fact that I took the first pair off in three seconds, why should that affect the chalos of the bracha that was planned originally for both pairs of tzitzis? And therefore the Achronim argue with the Ramah and say that in fact you would not need another bracha if you had in mind the second pair. It was one after the other and the only thing you did was take off the first pair before you put on the second pair. You would not need another bracha. Let's go weiter into Sif Yud Gimel. 
So the Mechaber says in Sifya Gimel, Halovesh talis katan umavarech alav. A person who puts on a talis katan, he puts on tzitzis in the morning and he makes a brach on it. And now he goes to shul, and now he puts on his talus. He has to make another bracha on his talus. Even though he made a bracha on his tzitzis, he needs to make another bracha on his talus. Because the walking, says the Mechaber, from his house to shul is a hefzik. And therefore, the bracha he made on his tzitzis stops, and he needs a new bracha on his talus. Again, Lamaisa, we said, our, our minhag, we saw already a few times, that one who puts on a talus gadol in shul does not make a bracha when he puts on his talus katan in the morning, and rather has in mind when he makes his bracha on his talus gadol to cover the talus katan as well. But the Mechaber is saying, if a person makes a bracha on his talus katan, and then he goes to shul, he needs to make another bracha on his talus gadol because the walking is a hefzik. Says the Mishabura, We'll pause. We didn't finish the Mechaber, but we'll stop there and see the Mishabura. Levarech alav. So we said that when you go to shul and you put on your talis gadol, you make a bracha on the talis gadol. Afilu in takev halach lebeis akneses v'lo yisiel daito time klal. Even if you put on your tzitzis and you went to shul right away and your mind didn't go off of it, now you put on your talis, you still need another bracha. Why? Because the walking is considered a hefsek. Says the Mishabur in Sifkat and Lamed Gimel. The Achronim say that it's not true. The actual walking is not considered a hefsek. They say, you know, the actual walking is not considered a hefsek, but the change of location, Shinui Makum, is considered a hefsek, and therefore you need to make another bracha because of Shinui Makum. Ulafiza, according to this, who adin in kishiyotza mi beso chazer miyad lo beso velavisham atalas gadol. The same thing would apply if you put on your talis katan. You went for a walk around the block and you came back to your house and now you want to put on your talis. Gam kein sarach levarich alav. You'll still have to make another bracha on the talis. After hayadaito gam al talis gadol b'shas bracha. Even though when you made your bracha on your talis katan, you had in mind to cover your talis gadol. You took a walk around the block. You still need to make another bracha on your talis gadol, even if you're in the same location. Why? Because it's shinui makom. Why is it shinui makom? To have a kedvarim she'ain to unim bracha la'acharehim. Because it's like things that do not require a bracha. To have a kedvarim she'ain to unim bracha la'acharehim. The shinui makom have a hefsek. Because it's like things, the halacha is, normally, when a person makes, in Hilchas Brachos, if a person is in the middle of a Suda, and he goes outside and comes back in, he does not require another Bracha. But if a person is eating something that, uh, a burn of Fashos, someone's drinking a, a cup of orange juice, and he goes outside, or, you know, he goes out somewhere, or he walks around the block, and he comes back, he requires another Bracha. And therefore, so too over here, if a person puts on his Talas Katan, they're saying a Birchas Mitzvah follows the same rules as Birchas Nenin. And if you make a bracha on your tzitzis in your house, and then you have a shinim makom, you change locations, even if you come back, but you went out, and now you come back, that would require another bracha on your talis gadol, even if you had in mind by the first bracha to cover your talis gadol, because that's a shinim makom. Just like when you made a shakla on your cup of orange juice, you had in mind the whole cup of orange juice, but you went out to talk to someone, you went two blocks away to talk to someone, and now you come back, so you need another bracha on the same cup of orange juice that you had in mind to cover with your first bracha, because shinim makom requires a new bracha. So too by the talis, you will require a new bracha. Kamasha Kosov in Simon Kuf Ayin Ches. Vayin Bisivkotan Shaakhazeh. Let's see the Sivkotan Shaakhazeh. 
So that's considered a hefsik. So again, the Mishnah just said that even though the Mechaber sounds like he's saying that if you're putting your talus cotton at home and then you went to shul, you have to make another bracha on your talus gadol and shul because the walking is a hefsik. The Achorim say it's not the actual walking that's a hefsik, it's the shinui makom, the change of location. But he's pointing out the Mishnah change of location is not just going from place A to place B, it's even leaving place A and going around and coming back to place A, just like in Hilchot's brachas, that would require in certain circumstances a new bracha. So too by Tzitzit it would require a new bracha. So if you made a bracha of al-mitzah Tzitzit on your talus katam, and then you went for a walk around the block and came back home, even if you had it in mind initially to put on your talus gadol, you would require another bracha in that case as well. But the Mishavura says in Sifkatan Lamedalud, Chashiva Hefsik, V'achai Odom Choshosh Ladas HaSovrim Dishinui Mokom Lohavi Hefsik Bazeh. The Chai Odom was concerned for those postkim that hold that Shinui Mokom is not considered a Hefsik Lagabi a Mitzvah, and therefore they say in this case, you should not make another bracha because of Shinui Makom. Unless the shul that you went to is far away. So that was the Hefsek between the two pairs of tzitzis that you were. Or you didn't have it in mind, where obviously you need another bracha. Or if for some reason you were misyadas b'nehem. So therefore we see that it's really a machalkas aposkim, and the Chayadam therefore says that one should not make another bracha. If you look at No. 47, he brings down the reason from the Nishmas Adam, Obatam Adavar Kosov Nishmas Adam, Shedafku Lu'inyan Achilu Nechshav Shinu Makom Kesachadas. Dafku, when it comes to eating, when it comes to food, that's when you change your location, it's considered a Hesachadas, you took your mind off it and it requires another bracha. Mishum Shele'itim Nimlach Adam Milechol. Because sometimes when a person moves around, he changes his mind, he decides not to eat, and therefore, since some Sometimes he changes his mind. He's misiyatas from the eating. The hetzachadas requires a new bracha. And the afilu im lo hisiyataytum lecho lo polog rabbanam. The rabbanam were machalik. He said sometimes, sometimes when you go for a walk, you decide not to eat, which would require a new bracha. Therefore, they decided whenever you go out and you come back in, you would require a new bracha, even if you were misiyatas. Which is not the case by a mitzvah that's incumbent upon a person. There a person has in mind to in fact be Makaila mitzvah. This would not apply by a mitzvah, even if it's two separate maisa mitzvahs, we would not consider it hesachadas. And therefore, these postkim say, the Chayadam says, would not require another bracha. I want to just see quickly another bir halacha, and then we'll take questions if there are. The next Berlocha says, Chashiva Hefsik. That would be considered a Hefsik if one went from his house to the Beisach Nesses. I am a Mishabura Shekasad. And look at the Mishabura that what we just said, Bishem the Chai Adam, that we have to be Choshish to the postkin that say it's not a Hefsik and you would not make another Bracha. The Taz's mashma that a shinu makom will not be considered a hefsek l'gad beitzitzis. The chen hagro beurov kosov keataz. The gro also writes like the Taz. Achudvarov lechora yehadin gamkein bekiddush mahani daito afilu mibayis lebayis achir. But here the beralocha asks, according to this, that will be mechalik between a birchas hanenin and a birchas hamitzvah. That when it comes to a birchas hamitzvah. Even if you change locations, it's not considered Hesachadas and you would not require a new bracha. Then when it comes to Kiddush, it should, should be the same way because Kiddush is a birchas mitzvah. So you should be able to make Kiddush in one location and eat in another location. Even the most lenient shita does not hold that you can make Kiddush in one house and eat your Suda in another house. It will be a problem of Kiddush and Makam Suda. But if in fact we're saying according to the Chayodim that many posts can say and we see from the Taz and we see from 
from the Gra that when it comes to the Birchas HaMitzvah, it's not considered a Hesek when it's Shinri Makom, so why should it be a problem? So it says Nishmat Adam makes, makes a chiluk, and the chiluk that he makes is that it has to do with food. Kiddush, even though it is a birchas mitzvah, but since it involves achila, it would follow the rules of hesach adas like a birchas anenim, which involves food. But obviously, the, the Chavetz Chaim was not satisfied with that answer because he leaves off with sarachian. We'll stop here and we'll continue with Hashem tomorrow. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including maramakaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.